Hello and welcome back to The Daily Royal, a podcast covering the daily events of all the European royal families. Today, we're going to be talking about all of the events from Wednesday, September 9th of 2020. And we are going to get started today with the British royal family because there was nothing going on in Belgium. So let's move on to the UK. Today was a pretty busy day. Um, Again, in the UK, I am loving um, the fact that it is September and really this week we have just gotten so much great stuff already, um, which is fantastic. Like, I have missed this so much. Um, And definitely certain royal families are back to um, more in-person engagements and just like things feel really different this week. So let's um, get to get to chatting about it. Um, So the first thing this morning is that the Duchess of Cornwall visited the training center for med detect dogs. So these are service animals, dogs, that are trained specifically to detect um, changes in health situations. Um, So these dogs are being trained to detect um, rises in insulin levels in diabetes patients, as well as um, the trigger of something that would cause a severe allergy um, to alert either their, um, like the person their help, the person who needs it, or the person's parent, if that person is a child. Um, So this is all part of a program um, uh, that is med detect dogs that Camilla is patron of, Um, So she got to hang out with dogs all day, and, like, that's amazing and sounds so fun. Um, The other thing that is getting some more attention than maybe it should be, um, but also given the fact that I went on a rant yesterday about being responsible during a pandemic, um, I think I'm going to talk about it today, um, is that Camilla was wearing a face shield instead of a proper mask. And this is, you know, because it is easier to see through the face shield and um, have conversations face-to-face if you rely on um, seeing someone's lips move when they speak, which I think we all do a little bit. And I think we've all noticed a change that, like, when we can't see mouths move, it's harder to understand completely what's going on if you can't hear someone perfectly and crisply. Um, so she wore this face shield, um, but there was a lot of commentary about how she was wearing it. Um, and then also that face shields are not, um, are not super adequate in the protection against COVID because they have, um, a giant hole in the bottom, which allows the air to escape, which is part of what is causing everything. Um, and so they're recommended to be worn with a mask. Um, However, look, I'm not a doctor. I'm not like a COVID um, professional or anything like that. But I have noticed that it's getting some attention and I wanted to talk about it, given the fact that I went on a rant about uh, not being super responsible yesterday. Um, This is not going to be my new norm. I promise yesterday was kind of a one-off. But I will talk about things 
um, in relation to COVID. And I think I'm going to share a little bit more when I am um, not in love with something. Not often, um, because I look at my job as like giving context into what events really happened for the royal families. Um, But also sometimes like I'll call people out for things that I think are wrong. Um, whether they be a king or queen of a country or not, like every now and then that has to happen. And so I will, um, but not very often, I promise. Um, and so that is what was happening this morning for the Duchess of Cornwall. And then later on, um, some information was shared that the Duke of Cambridge was in, um, Belfast, which is in Northern Ireland, um, to mark emergency services day. Um, so you'll remember that in, um, I guess, I guess last week, um, William participated in the, um, service of Thanksgiving for 999 day or emergency services day. Um, but today he was actually in Ireland, Northern Ireland, um, spending time with some first responders and emergency personnel. Um, he met with them, um, focusing really on like their mental well-being during this time. Um, so that's something that, um, he, uh, that Will and Kate have been working on for, um, really the majority of the lockdown. They launched an initiative, um, for first responders and mental health um, and frontline workers. And so that's something that's like been really at the forefront of their mind during this time. Um, so he focused a lot on that. He also got to meet, um, their training dog. Um, so everyone in the British Royal family got to hang out with dogs today. Um, I also got to hang out with a dog today, but she's mine. Um, and I hang out with her every day, but it's lovely. Um, So a really cool day for the British royal family. Like I said, I'm just loving that everyone kind of is back to work. Um, And so with that, we're going to move on to the Danish royal family. Denmark. Crown Prince Frederick um, attended the 75th anniversary celebration of Save the Children. Um, So Frederick has been patron of uh, Save the Children Denmark for about 18 years. Um, So so during the event, he gave a speech um, where he talked about the importance of all the work that Um, Save the Children is doing, including his um, recent-ish, I think it was in February, his trip to Jordan, where he saw a refugee camp that Save the Children is running for Syrian refugees um, out of Jordan. Um, And he just talked about, like, all the other important work they do. Um, And then he also presented the award for um, lifelong commitment to Joseph Voss, who is a Um, Jew who came to Denmark at nine years old in 1945, so right after the war, um, to kind of rebuild his life. Um, Because he was nine, and 
I didn't do a lot of research because I didn't want to cry. Um, but I am presuming that his parents died in the Holocaust. Um, and because when he came to Denmark, he was given like a care family, um, and he rebuilt his life in Denmark, um, and has been really involved with what is now Save the Children ever since. Um, so Save the Children came out of saving, um, the child, the children, Holocaust survivors. Um, so that was a really cool, um, event. It was, um, in person, it was, I think fairly well attended, but social distancing measures were kept assuming presumably in, um, in the correct fashion due to Danish rules and regulations. Um, so it was, it was really cool. And then also today, um, Crown Princess Mary attended a Decade of Action conference, which is um, sponsored. It's about climate change, um, and it's part of the um, Agenda 2030 mission, um, which is all about um, creating a better environment for in the next 10 years and what actionable steps can be taken. Um, so she participated. She gave a speech. I haven't found the speech in English. Um, I can't speak Danish, so I don't quite know what it said. Um, but it was, you know, it was really cool. Again, this kind of like return to what is now normal um, was really great. And so that was going on in Denmark today. Um, and we are now going to move on to the Netherlands. Um, so let's go over there now. Today was a very busy day in the Netherlands. We're going to start with King Willem Alexander in the morning. Um, he received three new ambassadors, um, so their credentials from their head of state, um, and they are from Austria, pa Panama, and Belarus. Um, so he received their credentials, um, and then he went on one of these working visits with the state secretaries and ministers. Um, and this was on a visit to a um, military, like, HR headquarters, so human resources, um, where he was there to learn all about, like, defense personnel policy and what, um, what that looks like. So that's interesting. Um, and then also today, Queen Maxima attended a National Music Table Day, which was organized by More Music in the Classroom, which is a um, an organization, obviously, that is promoting teaching music in schools um, for various social reasons. So music has proven to help us um, kind of socially adapt to different things and have more fun and more re relaxation in the day. Um, and so that's kind of important in school. Um, and so this day was basically a roundtable discussion with different regional authorities talking about how the program has, um, like, what benefits they have seen because of the program in their communities. Um, so it was a really cool event um, overall and a lot going on in the Netherlands today. But again, so I found more information 
Um, like their website is doing a pretty good job of updating, which they haven't always done. Um, so I was able to find a lot more information today than normal. Um, but still not a ton like I can find with the British Royals because they're so heavily covered and with the Spanish Royals because I speak the language enough that I can read like the Spanish articles about it. Um, but that stuff, I haven't been able to find versions of that yet for a lot of other Royal families, which I know I talk about a lot. Um, but that's why like sometimes I'll talk about a lot more things in Spain. Today is going to be an exception to that rule. Um, than I do about other countries or with the British Royals. And it's because I don't get as much information. I try, but I don't get it. Um, so that was going on in the Netherlands. And I'm going to just move on to Norway now. visited Dovre, um, where she was there to spend some time learning about all of the traditional trades that are happening in that city. Um, so she was able to talk with blacksmiths and woodcarvers and loggers and different kind of painters um, and just like hear all about how their um, like their day-to-day life, what it looked like maybe before, what it looks like a little bit now. Um, but she was really able to spend time doing that. Um, and so she has had a few in-person events since everything, but this was like the first one where she was really interacting with people. Um, and again, it's just that like return to normalcy that I am oh so appreciative of this week. Um, you know, it's not normal everywhere, but there are certain things happening in Scandinavia, especially where it's just like, okay, this feels, this feels normal. Um, I know it's not perfectly normal. I get that, but it feels, it feels good. Um, and so that was going on. And then also we have another Royal tour happening of the country. Um, so for the next two weeks, Crown Prince Akun is going to be, I guess, touring some um, six of the seaside counties in Norway. Um, so he is on the royal yacht, which seems excessive, but cool. Nonetheless, they have it. Might as well use it. Um, so he is touring some of these seaside counties to meet with, God, I hate this term that I'm about to use, everyday people. Um, to hear about their COVID experience and what that looked like. So today he was meeting with um, small farmers to talk about their experience before and after the pandemic. Not after, before and now in the pandemic. Um, And so it's just, it's very cool. I'm liking that some other royal families are taking on like some sort of tour um, to learn about the effects of COVID on these areas. Um, I'm excited to follow this. So like I said, this is going to be for like two weeks. Um, so it's pretty exciting stuff. Um, and I'm just excited to take you on. So I'll cover it just like I did, um, Spain's Royal Tour as much as possible and, um, cover it, uh, the way I will when Sweden 
Sweden's royal family starts theirs. Um, so that was a really cool thing. And that's what was going on today in Norway. Um, and so now we are going to move on to Spain. Moving into Spain, um, we're going to start with the non-official but official event um, and then go into the big events. So this morning, um, the Princess of Astorias, Princess Leonor, started her fourth year of secondary school. Um, where, so, okay, complicated explanation time. Ready? Um... Leonor and Sofia go to a private Catholic school in Spain, um, in Madrid, but the school, because of COVID measures, are doing staggered start dates, um, so Leonor started today, and Sofia starts Friday. Okay, background covered. Um, so Leonor started her first day of school, um, and she was driven by her father, King Felipe, and her sister, Infanta Sofia, was in the car. Don't know why. Maybe she just wanted to go along, see what her, um her day is going to be like when she starts on Friday, um, and just kind of get like, you know, some insider knowledge. That's what I would do if I were, um, a kid. I would want to know like, okay, what's this look like? How's this going to go? Um, so Leonore started school. She was accompanied by her father who like did what the school recommends, which is, um, drive her, but not like walk with her or anything like that. So for the first time, in however many years she's been going to school, um, she was not accompanied by her parents walking her to the door. Um, you know, that's kind of, like, obviously the normal, um, because of everything going on, but, like, it was a little bizarre watching. Um, so that, that happened. Um, and then when he got back from taking his daughter to school, because, you know, normal dad thing there, um, Felipe started his day of audiences. So he had three, um, meetings today and, um, I didn't go into a whole lot of detail on them because I just didn't want to. <laughs> um, and I don't think they were super interesting and there wasn't a lot on the conversation anyway in the, um, statement that Casa Real shared. So he met first with the, um, so, uh, representatives from the Social Security Administration, um, and then he met with representatives of the car and track, tr sorry, let me try that again, representatives of the car and truck factory union, um, and then he met with the Confederation for Small and Medium Businesses, um, Presumably, I am assuming that they were primarily talking about how COVID has affected each of these industries um, and doing kind of all of that good stuff. Um, so that was the day in Spain. It was a very Felipe-heavy day, um, which makes sense. Obviously, he is the monarch. Um, but yeah, I mean, starting his day with, like, normal dad thing of taking your daughter to school. Um, I found that really endearing. Um, so we'll see what... Friday brings and who takes uh, Sophia to school and what that all looks like. I'm excited. Um, 
but you know, just yay for them. Cause again, they have been, so they have been out of school since March. Um, I mean, they were doing online school, but they haven't been to their school since March. So, um, a good little return to normal again, it's all good to see. Um, and so with all of that, we are going to move on to Sweden. Today, King Carl Gustav um, held an audience with the governor of Krono, Kron, Kronoburg, um, where they just were chatting about the um, situation in the county, um, the COVID situation, all like kind of just like an audience with um, the governor to figure out what is um, going on in the in the area. Um, so that um, is great. Very, you know, way to get your information. Uh, tomorrow, he, Queen Sylvia, and Crown Princess Victoria, and I think Prince Daniel are all supposed to have, like, a, a Skype or a Zoom call or whatever, a video conference with all of the governors of all the different counties in Sweden. Um, so that'll be tomorrow, and we'll talk about that as much as I can find information on. Um, but today was a pretty light day. Um after, you know, all of the excitement of yesterday with the opening of Rick's dog. Um, and so with that, that ends the podcast episode. Um, make sure to, um, like subscribe all the things that you do with your podcasts. Um, and then also go ahead and check out the Instagram, uh, which is the daily Royal, where you can check out all the different pictures from today. Um, and take a peek at those and see what everyone was up to in picture form. Um, but until the, Um, So I will chat with you all tomorrow about all the things going on then. Um, But until then, have a great day and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye.